0: Hello and welcome to The Filmmaker's Podcast, a podcast where we talk filmmaking, everything from indie film to studio film and everything in between, how to get them made, how to make them and how not to F it up in our very, very humble opinion.
1: He was doing that from the heart, guys.
0: And I was trying
2: to be Giles. Yeah, it was good. It was (laughs) uh, top notch. notch.
0: Um, I'm not Giles, as you said. I'm Phil Hawkins and I'm happy to be in his shoes while he's off (laughs) shooting uh, Arthur and Merlin, The Knights of Camelot. Uh, and we'll hear from him shortly i'm also here with cj <laughs>
1: <laughs> the end. it's cj everybody uh-huh. christian james is in the house everyone <laughs> Hello. and also robbie mccain producer editor
0: so yeah so he's still away and given us the keys to the nuthouse um so uh we're here for another delightful episode if you didn't check out uh, last week's episode david Kep was on the amazing david Kep. that's oh, so yes, how so he's now
2: calling himself the, the amazing, amazing, amazing david kep, david kep. <laughs> seems a bit
0: you know uh you know full on but hey, hey it's fine. What, he can do it he can do it yeah two billion dollars worth yeah. of box office he can say the amazing <laughs> i would do that yeah, um, yeah that, that's great uh, so check
1: that out if you haven't seen it check or that out heard it
0: Phil, who's on the episode this week? Well, on this week, we have uh, Dolly Wells and Emily Mortimer, who you may know from the Dom & M TV show, which I absolutely loved. So delighted to sit down and chat with them. Uh, And uh, Dolly Wells has just written and directed her first feature film, uh, Good Posture, uh, which is coming out on the 4th of October. Um, So it's great to be able to sit down and talk about that with her.
1: CJ, who's this episode sponsored by? Oh,
0: this episode is sponsored by...
1: The Music Bed.
0: Can I do the Music Bed throughout? So it's like one of their, you know, uh, audio, net- audio watermarked uh, oh,
1: yeah. links. The Music Bed. The Music Bed. The
2: Music Bed. It sucks to get bogged down in the editing process while you try to track down a soundtrack for your film. I've been there, and so has the team at Music Bed. In fact, it's the entire reason why they've built their platform. By collaborating with hundreds of artists, bands, and composers, they've made it easier than ever for you to get the perfect song for your film and get back to the editing bay. You can download a single song, you can get unlimited music with a subscription or even create a custom song or score from scratch. Their roster is growing every day with more than 20,000 songs ranging from cinematic and electronic to indie rock and hip-hop. To create your free account and learn more, go to musicbed.com. Plus, as a Filmmaker's Podcast listener, they're giving you one month subscription for free. Free. Free! That's pretty cool uh or 20 percent off a single song purchase just enter the promo code film Filmmakers pod you beat me to it when you check out and there'll be a link in the uh show notes etc etc so say at mm-hmm. the same
0: time like i felt stereo. we were yeah. oh i see that's very good that's very, good. That's very good. dj expertly done
2: thanks buddy Thank thanks so uh, should we hear from giles i want to know, mm. know what he's up to this week
1: let's tune in on the ham radio we've got here to giles come in come in giles come in, giles. Come in. Giles.
3: Hello everyone, uh, it is I, Giles, um, here at Caerphilly Castle on my final day before we start shooting, um, tomorrow on King Arthur, titled Arthur and Merlin colon Knights of Camelot. It's nice and windy here, I am um, stood outside the huge castle at Caerphilly and I'm with my lead actor Richard Shaw, who starred in the fantastic Mary Kills People recently, hello
4: buddy. Hello mate, welcome to my house then this is your house it is and here's some of our extras too geese one geese two and geese three (laughs) they're going to play a starring role in it so we've
3: now walked through uh into the main part of the castle now and there's another huge castle that was the outer walls that portcullis now look at it
4: yeah this is even more impressive um it's the first time you've seen this so this is this is I, i do need to do something about the leaning turret to the left. There is one that someone tried to push out, sure. Yeah, that's what I hear is, is sinking as well, rapidly, each year. So I'll, I'll get the builders in. Mm. Um, and we need to, of course, CGI out the Welsh flags. Because it's not technically appropriate for our film, is it? No, it's not. Well, they wouldn't have to, like poles like that. But neither is either of these languages that we see everywhere. This no, Welsh true. language and this Saxonised language wouldn't be happy with that. No. Despite using it, of course, of in the course. film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Um, so come on, shall we go explore?
3: So inside this castle there's lots of winding, wonderful stone staircases and we're heading up to the top now to see Guinevere's bedroom. Here it is. Beautiful big stone room, what do you think Rich? Incredible, really incredible, it's stunning, it's gorgeous. Um, the castle is in amazing yeah. condition right, I mean look at it, it's incredible.
4: It looks like it was built yesterday it's so clean well kept I think they've done it up a bit someone's polished someone's been in they've had the, they've had a service in haven't
3: they I think so this is going to be his bedroom you can't see it it is incredible if you want to go on Kafili um, uh, Castle website and click Uh, fireplace room you will see how amazing it looks so now I've just been told I can go have a look at one of the turrets that hadn't been opened before and wasn't allowed up but now we're with the people that run the place they've said we can go have a look so I'm gonna get to see this for the first time which is super exciting here we go oh this is lovely look at this for a
4: turret pretty special right yeah this is my sun deck otherwise known as a turret. It's incredible, it's very high up here. And I'm glad the weather's holding out for us. Right now it is. Right now it is. Wait until we're shooting, yeah. Wow, this is incredible. King Arthur's got his steps in today, climbing up here.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I love looking around locations. The day before shooting as well because you've already got stuff inside your head and then you see it again and you're like okay now we can really move this from there to there the camera can come on this angle but you really just bring it all home you go oh, shit we're shooting this here tomorrow holy shit i am in the great hall uh, which is where i'm doing my big end battle scene and it's a wedding big wedding and it leads up to the big battle end scene and this is a brilliant gorgeous cavernous delightful room uh that already looks incredible uh and we're shooting that in here and it's just really nice to come back into this space and see it and feel it as you know the, the director and feel that well the emotion hopefully i'm going to feel on the day but it's spectacular and Richard's just walked into it for the first time And his reaction is?
4: All I'm doing is trying to stop myself shouting, take my crown. I really want to do it, but there are members of, you know, there are tourists here. I think I'd scare them, so I won't. But I can't wait to do it for real. It's going to be special.
3: Finishing up the location recce, the final one at the castle, now and heading over to the woods. But it's just hit me how... Sometimes when you're you're doing these top sort of things it's just kind of magical and you look at the castle and you look at what we've got here and you go holy shit that's kind of cool. Now I've just got to do it justice um, and make it look as cool as I I imagined in my head and uh, I'm just looking forward to it so much so it's kind of that excite buzzy feeling and next week you'll hear me not as excited not as buzzy I imagined when all the shit hits the fan but um, yeah exciting. Greg's? Fancy a Greg's for the vegan lunch? Oh, vegan Arthur sausage roll? One. Arthur would love a vegan roll.
2: Haven't, haven't tried a vegan sausage roll. Are they?
3: are they tasty, are they? Well, nah, not really. They're just sort of sausage rolls that happen to be vegan. So if you're into
4: sausage rolls.
2: Oh, I'm into sausage rolls. I've just done a half feel about a vegan one. So maybe we'll give it a go, eh?
4: Love that.
0: Yes, welcome to the Greg's podcast.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think he sounded excited, slash depressed, slash loving it.
1: I think he sounds in the zone. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I, I think it's all going
0: horribly
2: wrong. And, Who knows? Uh, he's uh yeah, it's not it's not looking good for Giles guys. Let's
0: um let's hope he comes back soon. Let's hope he comes back. The podcast needs him.
1: <laughs> Please come back, Giles.
0: <laughs> no, he's off seeing this movie and it's fantastic and we're wishing him the best of luck uh, from over here. Of course he um, is. it's all about the dailies, Giles.
1: All, All about, about the day, the day. That's right. Sounds great. He's got horses. He's got guys in armies. He's got Welsh. No? No horses? No,
2: yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> you I'm were just, shaking. Know, my head like, <laughs> no, he's horses, no, no, <laughs> no. No, no, no. Say no spoilers. Don't tell him he's got horses.
1: He's hanging out with some Welsh castles. Some great locations they've got down there. It's going to be epic. Good it's luck, Giles. Awesome.
0: We miss you. So, should we get into today's episode? Yes. With Dolly Wells and Emily Mortimer.
1: Check it out.
2: You should probably say that Emily is joining us. Yeah, she's yeah.
6: not here. Emily, yeah. Emily Emily really yeah, yeah, okay. she Emily's really quiet. Emily's sitting there looking absolutely furious. Before does she, turns, say up, Before no, she, she no. turns
2: up, there's only like dirt, you can dish yeah. on her, a no, bit, bit no. of gossip or yeah. something. That,
0: is there something we can say and then yeah. make her feel real uncomfortable yeah. when, she, <laughs> <laughs> when she comes in? I can like only speak her
6: She does speak Russian. No, I wouldn't dream of it. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, she, no, she's she, running late. She will be with us. We're she's not... running late, and it's not her fault. It's our fault because she's being so sweet, doing so much, talking about this film. Mm. But, but anyway, well, she might be down the bar with her mum. You know? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so well, we'll get into good posture,
0: obviously, yeah. uh, which I've seen and really enjoyed it when she gets here. What brought you? You know, what
2: what was the what was the sort of drive that got you into acting suppose, 1st First wasn't it acting first acting? of all, Acting writing.
6: Okay, so acting I've been doing for a really long time, and that probably was because my dad was an act, he was a satirist. He was called John Wells and he was an actor and a writer and a um, satirist. And he, I remember, I mean, I can remember when I was about eight, he was in a play that he wrote called Anyone for Dennis that was taking the piss out of Dennis Thatcher, Miss mm. Thatcher. And I can remember getting just a real thrill. I used to watch it a lot because he'd improvise. So depending on what was happening in the news, he would sort of do a speech of, you know, that's, speech isn't the right word, but you can imagine sort of monologue A piece or sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah a bit. Of, yes. um, of what was going on. And it was so, I, was, I, I mean, I just thought it was so cool. And, the, and I think the thing, although I just loved watching him and I can remember being taken stand on the stage and having that slight moment of sort of standing there with your arms. Out that was and, the bit that oh, you yeah. thought. to. Yeah. But the bit actually that I liked the best was then in the evening, Edward Fox or whoever it was would come home and I would be in bed and I could hear them all laughing. And there was just a real thing of actors just being really friendly and really nice. And you'd get treated in a way that I mean, I'm sure, I don't know, because he didn't have another, he wasn't a lawyer or a doctor, but it felt like a world that was so um, encouraging and positive and inclusive. And I can remember things like, I can remember he was very close friends with Peter Cook. And I can remember when I was about nine, Mm. I put, there was, we had like a a brolly stand and I got a a walking stick and a hat and something. And I went to stand outside the front door and I rang the doorbell and I and my dad answered and I was like, hello, it's George. Just wondering if I could have a chat about something. And they let me in and sort of him and Peter Cook sat. And it was really rushed and for quite a long time interviewing George and sort yeah. of having a chat with me and really taking it quite seriously. And wow. I was convinced that they thought I was George and that yeah. I really pulled the wool over their eyes. But there was a sort of indulgence and a, something so lovely about that world, it felt like to me. Yeah. I just thought this is really fun. As so, a kid, it felt like you were with. kids. Yeah. Or my
2: my parents' friends were really really dull, but so that's hurts. as well, <laughs> that's <laughs>
6: more exciting. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I suppose and, and as, have you, now you being in that world, did, mm. did ever, you know? Did you ever meet anyone that is captivating as as Peter Cook or something like that? Well, it?
6: yeah, I feel like that my kids grew up with like sort of Noel Fielding and his brother coming mm. into their bedroom with like Mike on Noel's back and him pretending to be a horse and doing weird things and them and the, and the same feeling of like yeah that my friends have the same, my friends who are actors or my husband's friends or, you know, that that there's that sort of childish enthusiasm and curiosity and sort yeah. of weirdness that is really fun for children mm-hmm. and, Encouraging
0: and uh, that whole sort of feelings and going back to uh, being that, that role. You know, a lot of um, roles you've done are like you did a whole show about taking you know, becoming famous people, you know, and doing that sort of side of things. So, so you get a kick out of
6: like which one are you talking about? Star um, Stories, no. yeah, yeah, Star yeah, Stories, yeah, well. yeah. So, yeah, you yeah.
0: did Star Stories, and I know you obviously do a lot of comedy, so with mm. Noel Fielding things uh, leading up to obviously Dolman M. Uh-huh. Um, but um, is, is it because I, I speak to a lot of actors and they enjoy the escape the escapism of it of, of becoming a different person or Mm. and uh yeah what what sort of really what about acting specifically is the thing that you enjoy
6: yeah that's Um, so it's so weird because when i started out i think it felt like dares or something it was it was like just okay i'm going to pretend like in something like star stories you're pretending to be these famous people but it was more like not spitting image or something, but it was like a sketch. It'd be like, yes. okay, I'm going to be Kim Cattrall. So I'll watch her for a while as she does something. I don't know. Or I'm going to be Cameron Diaz. She's got quite a weird laugh. So I'll just do the laugh. Like, mm. you know, you just would choose two or three things. Mm. and it was, was, it was enough, though. It, it yeah. felt like it was kind of yeah. enough. And, it, yeah. and almost, you almost weren't supposed to really be like them. Like, you're going to be Elton yeah. John's mum. was, How was I going to be Elton John's mum? But <laughs> so there was something really fun about that. And also, a m- lot of the time, you were in a, um, a group of people that all seemed much funnier. I mean, you know, the fun bit was watching Mm. Kevin Bishop or my friend Laura Patch or Tom Meaton, or, you know, Daisy Beaumont or any of these people doing Tyler Zuki, any of them being these people. It was always like
2: they take one thing, but then uh, almost like uh, exaggerate it beyond itself. And that was the joke, wasn't it?
6: Yeah. Yeah, so, So, and that would just feel, and also I've got lots of brothers and sisters. It felt like just being in a sort of group of silly kids. So,
0: So it all, this all feels like it was like inevitable. Like, did you ever, in inverted commas, think about getting a a, a normal job was no, this just no. your life. You grew up in this. Yes.
6: And and in a way, I feel like that's less interesting than if I was saying to you, well, you know, my mother was a dentist, my great mother mm. was a dentist, my father was a dentist, my and you know, was a veterinary, whatever. And then I suddenly found acting, like those people I'm always really interested in. Mm. And I was even saying that to my daughter because she's applying for university. And I was like, don't say that we do that because yeah. you just sound lazy and spoiled in a way.
0: Well, I mean, it's. It, it, I mean, that is your experience of it, yeah. and obviously, you know, um, someone like your father is doing some amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't help but be a, a sponge for that kind slightly, of world. Slightly, yeah, yeah, you
6: know, yeah, slightly, or like, yeah. And he probably taught me how to make jokes, or like, and then I feel the same with my children. Like, one will find one I will make jokes with, and we'll make them together, and they are it's the same sort of sense of humor. The other child is really funny, but doesn't have the same sense of humor. So. You just get the sort of, mm. I don't understand why is that funny? And you're like, oh. And are they going yeah. down the same path?
0: Or are you trying to <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> elbow imagine, them off on Twitter. I'd love good?
6: to elbow them off. No, I think they will probably end up doing vaguely the same thing. Yeah. And also my husband's a photographer and now is making documentaries. So we're all in the same mm. kind of...
0: So so the writing then?
6: Yes. So um, have you always written? Is it this no. something... No, the writing, well, it's quite sweet because... God, anything that starts, it's quite sweet that you're saying about yourself is a bad sentence. But <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't Nobody's do. judging <laughs> you <they're all laughs> I wasn't gonna, What I was going <laughs> to say was that, so my dad was a writer and I found something recently that we wrote together when I was about 10. That was just the beginning of a play about a funny skiing holiday or something. And then the first thing that Emily and I wrote, so this gets sort of soppy and it's nice to say when she's not there. But he, mm-hmm. my dad died when I was about... 24, 25, and I adored him. And he was very, he was sort of everything you would want him to be. He was really encouraging, really funny, very just open and sweet and proud. And you didn't really have to have done anything that wonderful. He just sort of was excited that you were trying to. And M, I always feel that like M, sort of even though we're the same age, sort of took over from that because she was the one saying when I was about 27, we should be writing together. Come on, let's write something. And I was like, oh, but the things I write are sort of hidden in the back of a drawer. Yes. And, I just, and I'm... Oh. And so we did. We started writing. We started trying to adapt this book called The Lucky Ones by Rachel Cusk. Mm-hmm. And we spent 10 years and we didn't finish it.
5: <laughs> but
6: we learned how to write together. And yes. we learned that we really enjoyed writing together. And maybe we'll come back to it one day. I mean, it was I don't know why quite it didn't ha- happen. still doing the
2: rights. So you still the rights? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go <get> and <laughs> yeah, get them.
6: Could them you buy them? them. them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm going but... to rush out and quickly buy Yeah, them. <laughs> <laughs> them. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. that would be really kind. <laughs> <laughs> but she... Um, so that was a really lovely thing starting to write with her. I mean, I did things like I, I worked the, sort of, I did. I worked at the Londoner's Diary for about a minute before I went to Lambda. I went to Manchester university and then I went to, then I did that journalism and it was just, a real flop because i think they thought that because my dad had been natural i'd have really good salacious stories and i'd come in and it, instead it would be like he'd be saying to me tell them that spike milligan's book has come out in paperback yes and they were like yeah not yeah. really interested in that yeah. or um so that didn't last very long and then i did write book reviews for the express or something for a second so there was a tiny bit of writing but um but i really enjoyed the collaborating and also that made sense again because my dad's you know he used to write these dear bill letters for private eye with richard ingram's so I grew up with him collaborating always mm. like we'd be on holiday but he'd be on the phone doing the Dennis voice and laughing and mm. writing it. So I think collaborating seemed really interesting and exciting to me. And then um and then after this film then the whole thing of then we used to make jokes about like because we just wanted an excuse to be together Emma and yeah. I but we were a bit older then. I mean we were in our 20s and she'd moved to America and we probably both had a baby and so it was like how do we sort of keep this up where I can say to my husband LA. Then then we started coming up with like titles for films, but that was it. We'd be like, yeah, we're going to write a film called Joanne's Gift. What's it about? Mm, (laughs) Don't know. Isn't really, I mean, just, well, you know, we'll see. So, but anyway, and then that slowly led to Doll and M, which was, except maybe we should wait for her. But, um, Thank you, Emily. Emily. <laughs> Emily. Oh, yeah. poor girl. She's okay. still
0: silent. What
5: Why didn't We've yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we fallen out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So um, so before we obviously get into, uh, you know, Don and Em, because um, mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be great to... Glasses. To There's
2: glasses. That's yeah. There the you point. go. I do want point? them to be sat no, on. No. So there yeah. we go. That's
0: better. There so we go now. And, and don't worry, we can, we can edit bits of this. So it will mm-hmm. be one flowing, beautiful thing. Okay, good. Um, so you're writing process. So... Uh-huh. Um, um, maybe obviously with Emily, but also, you know, obviously you've written Good Proster by yourself. Mm-hmm. So is it a case of she'll write something and then you'll kind of rewrite that and she'll rewrite stuff you
6: do or is it a much... Do it's you- really it's really good for your... Well, I think I suppose like bands that get put together. Like I can't imagine unless you have... Well, if you were very established, you could get put together and it'd be fine. But what was so nice for us, she was already more experienced than me because she'd written a screenplay and she'd written a column for the um, Telegraph. Yeah, I felt like she was sort of a year or so ahead of me. But what was really nice about our process is you just, if there's no judging, that's mm. basically the basis of our friendship really is. There's never, it's never like, oh my God, why would you? Or, you know, there's no sort of, so therefore you would write, you'd, with Don and em, we would either, well, the first episode of the first series, weirdly, was when we were trying to make this pilot, was totally improvised. So we just, and she was filming the newsroom. So we just sat on the floor and we'd say, we'd practice the scene again, again, and again, and again, and again. So it wasn't, ma- what I mean, we knew what we were going to say, but it wasn't written down. Mm. Um, and then we'd work out that. And that also, because our director was so amazing, Azazel Jacobs, that that yeah. he sort of put the pilot together in an amazing way. But every other episode we wrote. And I suppose what we would do, I'm trying to even remember, is we would start writing together, but then we'd be apart. So I would write one scene, mm. and she would write another one, and then we'd swap them. Mm. And the main thing, and also we'd learned that from writing the lucky ones, is just like, I always try and say to my daughter like be specific but also just don't be scared like so I could write which I don't feel I mean there's one other per girl Laura that I mentioned from Star Stories but there aren't that many people where you feel like you can just put nonsense down yes and, and they'll and, be like there is something really funny about that but it's too weird yes or yeah there's something you know I don't know what this is but let's yeah. make it into, yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah, or that's funny, funny. Mm. that made me think of that so what happens in a really nice yeah so that's what we do you just send it backwards and forwards to each other. And then it gets to a point, which is maybe like a really good marriage or something. You don't know who wrote what. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm always quite surprised. It feels very, I find it really cringy when people are like, oh, I love that bit. And someone goes, oh yeah, I wrote that. <laughs> um, yeah, can't how do you say know? that, yeah. but also yeah. don't say that because yeah. there's two
0: of you doing this. Yeah, and I mean, my my. i my wife and I, are huge fans of the show. We discovered it when series one finished, so we yeah. just blitzed the entire series. Oh. And then when series two came out, we we're just like, yes, oh. I think it's still on Sky. You can still watch, honestly go and watch it. It's an amazing show. And you play versions of yourselves. Yeah. Just. So it's like, is there something interesting about that about writing each other? Like, yes. it, it,
6: does she have a lens on you, yes. and you have a lens on her? Yes. I mean. The thing is, I feel like in series one, she was really much braver than me because she, she's, yes, not, she was. she's not at all like that. Yeah. So it was like, I didn't really have anything to lose because I was, I mean, I was working quite a lot in London, but it, no one really knew who I was. And they definitely didn't know in America. And I was bound to be the more popular character because I was a sort of underdog. Yeah. But that's what made us laugh was the idea of somebody that you'd be like, oh, poor thing. she sort of getting really old. She can't hold down a relationship. She washes <laughs> up cakes at restaurants. restaurant. She's just such a freak. Was there anything you, were you but,
2: was there the time where you write and sort of get slightly offended or like? Yes, occasionally, yeah, yeah. yeah. but like,
6: not not quite. because You would leave
2: the day get, and it rattle around your brain like, what? But did you do did you,
6: did you, know yeah. 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 oh, you wrote that thing about me, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No, but on the whole, no. Like people, journalists at the time would love talking about like, is there a lot of jealousy between you? And it was like, yeah. it was sort of like, you couldn't really write that if there no. was. Mm. You couldn't really as a couple or as a, because, there isn't any of that. Mm. And so you couldn't so that was I mean, really you couldn't free. make that
0: show if there was that. No. You know, you, if you it, took it yourselves to us, that seriously. It was it to us work. that was
6: so obvious because yeah. how would you it would be so awkward. I yes. mean, we joke about that, like getting a really tight mm. voice being like, Would it be funny if I said that you were yes. really vain and I oh, know she is. Now we have to say good things about her. Yeah. I've <laughs> <laughs> got quite a lot of
2: dirt on you. Yeah, yeah already.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm sure. yeah, what's your take on your writing together? When you guys <laughs> write together, see if it matches up. Okay. If, uh, yeah. No, but your writing, what's the writing process for you? What you you guys, how do you sort of collaborate?
5: Um God, a process isn't is too grand of a word. <laughs> <laughs> um I we just I don't know, it's just chaotic like everything else. Yeah. But um but we I guess we we talk about it a lot and then we write down a kind of uh do we write a treatment? We write a list yeah. of things, scenes and ideas, yeah. Yeah. and then and then we just start in and we generally I think we've we sometimes sit and write scenes together mm. and then sometimes we write a scene each and then swap it back and change it and then swap it back and um and generally I feel like I'm quite good at the sort of overall kind of story bits and doll is genius at the dialogue mm-hmm. and then but those but we're also good at the other thing too yes. so, yeah. so but those yeah. are those are sort of like uh, where where if you can you you can sort of i can always know that she's going to come up with just hilarious things that everyone's going to say oh, to each other and then mm-hmm. sometimes I do too but mainly she it's certainly does i don't know um, and um and uh but i get she gets quite confused by <laughs> sort of <laughs> what page things are on and where something is you can't remember whether something's happened before or but after yeah, yeah, who's who's the, the, the chronological
6: does a physical physical yeah. who's the we yeah. both yeah. do no, no, no. Unfairly, but I'm yeah. better do? at sort of like i'll be sort of not leaving spaces and getting bits sort of
5: and she can't remember where yeah. anything well. Yeah, the chronological
6: so order I of anything. We
5: were going to Sundance because M had a film in Sundance and I
6: was going with her to start writing I don't know if it was the first season. Yeah it was. And <laughs> as we were going through customs, we both realised that both of us had forgotten our computer. <laughs> I, 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 I thought she bought hers and she thought I bought mine. And we overnighted it. Do you remember by the time it arrived, yes. we left? <laughs> <laughs> was
5: really, so there's, cool. plenty there's of, always something there's always, something like. Like there's always like a drama about <laughs> it, like, <laughs> nearly disappearing yeah. and then retrieving yeah. it at the yeah. last minute
0: yeah, yeah. But to say so uh, i mean i don't know this but you guys are obviously best friends and lifelong best friends how long uh, like, how did you is it at uni or school or like what how did you our parents yeah. were friends right, so, yeah. Yeah. and then so, from, so we
5: grew up kind of being taken on skiing holidays by our mothers and things like that, but but it wasn't until we were in our twenties, really, that we, we we were really close. We were and like cousins, yeah, probably yeah. Our and yeah. And then in our twenties, we were
6: like twenty-one, yeah. Mm. We and
0: uh, just saying a show like D1M couldn't have, especially because you we're saying you've sort of playing versions of yourselves, and um, you know we we're saying that you took quite a brave approach to your version of you. we were yeah. saying the first
6: season it was sort of like a brave of you, yeah, right? yeah, because definitely
0: which but i loved and admired watching it you know <laughs> you. because it was like because uh, we know she's obviously not like that yeah. <laughs> but it was fun to see you do it. i yeah. guess it was a fun thing to play and yes. play on that
6: perception yeah. well also that's what i found so fun was already at that point that's what i was saying was i was saying that you couldn't really have jealousy like when people in journalists used to quite enjoy asking us if we were jealous it was like of each other It was like you couldn't really write that you couldn't really have as much fun writing that if that existed mm. but there was a sort of level the fact that we didn't have any of those issues in our friendship meant that you could really laugh at, the, at yourself and oh, each other. Yeah. And that in the first season, like, you know, and was already very established and well-respected as an actress. And I knew it was really funny, but watching her being that funny and laughing at herself or the idea of who she could be was just really fun. I mean, to a point of sort of like, all the, in the second episode when she was being so drunk, and I get yeah. back, <laughs> And that was just, I mean, really, really enjoyable. Her yeah. timing, her, like, it was just really great fun.
5: I think that's part of what has been a pleasure out of collaborating. Again, <laughs> another word that doesn't really seem to be, <laughs> Um, but is that it's just seeing each other in different roles and seeing Dole now do this on mm. her own and direct, which we've both seen each other write and we've both seen each other act, we've both seen each other produce. Mm. But to see her, like you see you somebody you've known so well all your life suddenly Take on another role and step into it so effortlessly mm. and with such just ease. And it's amazing that you discover new things about the people you know so well and and watching them, mm. you know, discover them about themselves too. Mm. It's just so, it's such a nice part of the whole sort of story.
0: So, In Good Posture. Um, oh, I was going to, to, go, oh, to oh, say, yeah. Yeah, you kind of answer. Answer. She she me segue. Yeah. Nice, nice. Nice. So, In so Good Posture, obviously, writer, director, and then <laughs> he's uh, starring the film. And, how was that as friends and how as close friends, as, as the director, as boss in inverted commas? <laughs> and, you know, how was there, a, how does that work? Well, how's the dynamic of that work for you as friends? Because I know, you know there's a lot of aspiring filmmakers that listen to this podcast and they're probably all getting their mates in to do things.
6: And sometimes you can't leave that mate thing at the door. Yeah. You know? well, so, well, from my point of view, I felt so scared about writing anything on my own cuz I think it'll be just hopeless without doing it without m and i also felt like i didn't want to make her feel because she's incredibly generous and sweet and kind that i didn't want her to feel like she had to sort of be a part of it so there was so i was telling her and also i told her the story at the beginning and she immediately was like i like that i can mm. picture that mm. and i was like really oh and then i was trying to i, I m was in my head for this character but i thought yeah, I thought I can't just really bring her down. Finally, tried in every other way, <laughs> them, but she's been so good. But I can't make her be in this and it would be awful. And I was talking to her on the phone about someone that I was maybe going to try and get who I didn't want and was being sort of bullied by somebody else. And she was suddenly like, "Well, I'll play Julia." And I was mm. like, oh, "Would you like? Would you really consider playing Julia?" And she said, of "Course." And then what was so cool was then obviously it made a massive difference because everyone was really excited that she wants to be in it. And then I remember being scared because. Um, the crew was so cute. They were all getting really nervous and excited that she was arriving, and I almost got it. Where <laughs> I was like, I wasn't her best friend, <laughs> so I suddenly got that slight feeling that we used to laugh about when we wrote *Doll and M about people having a sort of thermos and headphones, and I was sort of thinking, oh god, so <laughs> embarrass <laughs> myself. And then she was being very professional, and asking questions and sort of understanding it. And I was thinking, oh my god, oh my god, so you. She was
2: suddenly director and actor, and there was yes. no, you and friends yeah. hanging out. Well, I just well, riff- two,
5: uh, uh, two minutes at the beginning of yeah. the first scene, yeah. I was just like, wait, I just need to understand, yeah. has she, has, has he had an affair? Yeah. What, like, what, mm-hmm. tell yeah. me what's going on. And so yeah. was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but she was doing it in a committed, like an yeah. actor would do it. She yeah, yeah, was yeah. taking yeah. it really yeah.
6: seriously, which yeah. is why she's so good in it. But I just meant there was a feeling, there was a sort of buzz on set. And I was sort of thinking, oh God, they're, my crew, which you've never had before, are going to mm. sort of watch me directing M. And am I going to sort of be like, can you just please not ask anything? Does yeah. There's always I mean? that pressure. Yeah. There's always yeah. pressure, you know, as a yeah. director,
0: you come in and your lead arrives. And yeah. you know, I Did a movie where the, the lead didn't arrive until a week into the film. So yeah. you've kind of got this preamble you know, are you doing all this stuff? And then they're arriving, they're arriving, they're arriving. I yeah, yeah, wonder yeah. how that dynamics is going to change. Well, yeah, yeah, you you're...
6: really care. Like I, yeah. but I remember one lovely bit was saying to the DP, cause also for people watching, that haven't done it before, like I definitely listening, I definitely mm. didn't have the language. Like I had the emotional intention of what mm. I wanted things to be like. And, and I already knew, cause everybody in it were friends of mine. So I'd written it sort of with them in mind. And I knew that they were all very good actors and it wasn't, but I can remember saying to the DP about one bit, I was like, <laughs> there was a table in the chair and I wanted a long shot and I was like, oh, I don't really feel anything. And I was like, mm. could you help me? I need to feel a little bit more. And I was like, I know that's not very helpful, but. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> and he Nobody went, and he though. went, okay, okay. And then he put Emily in shot and I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 okay, now I feel sure what I'm supposed yeah, to that. yes. An <laughs> oh, Yeah. No, and yeah. it was her. <laughs> and turn, It was even from the back. And I was like, oh, oh my God, this is exactly what I want to be feeling. Yes.
0: <laughs> so so did you, so working with your DP, for example, because there are certain directors that are very visual and maybe not more about performance and sort mm. of vice versa. So you said you kind of went on things instinctively, emotionally. Um, did you set
6: up shots with the DP or did you let the DP yeah, cover I mean, a scene for you and you concentrate on the actors? How did that work? Um, we talked before I started shooting. It was only an um, 11-day shoot and mm. then I got a re. 11 day. days, wow. Yeah. What well, yeah? So we, days. I, I, Eleven days to make that film, but then we had a reshoot day, so it was twelve days. So I knew that's that, still really still yes. quick, very, very yeah, great, yeah, great, yeah. Yeah. wow. So From I the first film. I yeah. so, well, we
2: did have, it feel? Was the pace of the sh- did, it, did it feel breakneck?
6: Uh, kind you know, of. Sh- did, it, sh- did it feel yeah. fast?
5: No, it didn't at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was amazing. The amazing thing about again, what I'm uh, was that just that feeling of just sort of suddenly seeing Dolly in this role was that it was just. I mean, it at the best with all the time and money in the world, if you're directing a film, there's just so much pressure on you and there's so many decisions like at every second you're having to make and so many compromises and and it's incredible when someone, given all that pressure, can focus on you as an actor and your performance Mm. and the other actors and just make it all about that and just sort of blank out the noise and while keeping everything going Mm. with everybody else, Mm. it's a real like... It's just such yeah. a feat of like play like, spinning.
0: Don't even, you know, understood that in your first film? And obviously, you made a lot of things before. But as a because I always think like the performance is everything. You know, you can yeah. have a beautiful looking film, but if you rush the performance or miscast, it's going to yeah. be a bad movie. Mm-hmm. So, but, but yeah. there was
5: something about, in a way, I think that partly because of the time constraints and the money constraints, that she knew she had to. She wrote it very yeah. cleverly, mm-hmm. just in a couple of locations, and and so it was. In the end, ultimately, it didn't feel any more rushed than any other movie. To me, I'm mm-hmm. sure it did. Like when she yeah. get, makes her next one and she's given the proper amount of time, it'll probably be heaven. heaven. But <laughs> but she managed. So first of all, it it was just, um, it was uh, scheduled very cleverly so that, you know, you just did all the scenes in one location at one time and act- and she'd written it in such a way that that worked out within the time frame. But also, she had this incredible ability that I just think very few directors have and they're on, only the really good ones of just making which is it's like anybody who's good at what they do they make they manage to slow down time mm. it's like when you watch a good footballer mm. play you know it's like time yeah. slows there's no panic it's
0: like it's a, just, you can't see the pedaling under the yeah, water yeah it's just like yeah it's like there's a bit of a yes. calm
5: about the whole thing and um, that's what it really felt like with mm-hmm. Doll. And mm-hmm. and it was an amazing thing, again, because, as I said, she is the person that kind of can't find, <laughs> can't remember where the <laughs> scene, the breakfast <laughs> scene was, <laughs> and then, yeah. was always yeah. losing the thing on her computer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in, the, in that environment, she was just completely focused, calm, and made everybody feel so good and was such a brilliant director of actors because she had, she is an actor, but she mm-hmm. made you feel seen, which I think is the ultimate that's what you want and it's amazing how few directors make you feel that they're actually watching you Mm -hmm. and she really does and does it in such and some of them even some good ones make you feel like they're watching you but they make you feel like you're being watched in quite a sort of frightening way but her watching her observing was so full of love that you felt like you could just be your best self and that's really rare I guess I, you
0: can hit the ground running because you know 12 days not a lot of time to establish that trust with the director so yeah, the fact that, that you've got years of this trust yeah is almost well, like, well that's know, what trade I was off that.
6: in a way going to say that maybe I also I'm probably I mean not always often very selfish but on the whole I'm quite good at being friends I might be better at being friends than being a director so <laughs> the people that were like I think sometimes if you have one wrong like if I'd had one very difficult actor yeah it could have really messed yeah. it up. Oh, I understand. And I and I feel like everybody I mean, that's what I think I learned as a director was a real respect of actors. Because I'd written it, It was like, wow, I kept finding it so moving. These people are totally believing in me and mm. throwing themselves into this story. And I would just find myself at the monitor just thinking, This mm. is so cool, this is exactly mm. how I wanted it to look. And I only have to give them a tiny something. And you know, it's so, so that felt, and also hearing him saying that, I think that I also had a very good crew and they were people that I'd, you know, that I'd worked with a DP, even the script supervisor was actually a writer, was so good. I mean, that that was really important because it was such a yes. short shoot. And there were definitely, you know, in the edit, at the beginning, there'd be things where I'd be like, oh, what was I doing? Was I making a cup of tea there? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> we all had that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. There were moments where, but in a way that becomes part of it. Like there's a mm-hmm. moment that I didn't, it was a few moments where I just didn't get what I wanted. And I didn't know. In what way, it's sort of as in? But actually that then turns into the beauty of it. There's a moment where I didn't have the time to get a reaction from Grace when she wakes up in the bed with Emily's character. Yes. And it's not how I wrote it. It's not Mm. how I wanted it to be a bigger moment. Mm. Yeah. And I was, I probably only had three takes and and the first AD was wonderful, and, not but, and saying, we don't have time. Yeah. And also I kept saying, look at the monitor, enjoy it. Just enjoy yeah, it. don't yeah. <laughs> you know, do that. But you know, <laughs> and, um, and I didn't have the time to get it again. But actually, but I, now I, look I really like it. So at that me. moment, I was like, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. I'm now caught off guard the same way that yeah. she would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know. so that's what I feel like that I really learned. Yeah. And I would almost be scared, not scared, but to do it again, it's like. So how would you have done it versus what's in there now? How would you have? I would have, have just planned? had a, a beat. I would have had a moment longer. Yeah of, because, I, because in writing it, and I remember that with Donna L, there was too many things happening at the same time because her phone, her father pocket dials her mm. and that's what wakes her up. Yeah. And that is more important to her. The desperation of wanting her father yeah. matters more to her than the fact that she's woken up in bed this woman who's, it's her bedroom. And that, so I was laying too many things on at the same mm. time. Really, yeah. I would have liked to have her wake up, whoa, I'm in bed with... I felt like must have fallen asleep in here. Oh my god, that's kind of amazing that she got into bed next yes, to me. Yeah. This is kind of a mother. Lo- it was lovely. Yeah.
0: Knowing and obviously no spoilers, but knowing the journey of your character and yeah. where she came from with writing the novel that was yeah, yeah, in yeah. the book. It's a it's a very lovely moment. It's one yeah, of those yeah. I went back to for finished a film. I was like, Oh, what a beautiful moment for her. Yes. Even at a time,
6: you know, it's yeah. kind of fun or a bit yeah. kind of, oh, that's yeah. strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it really felt strange. like a very generous thing yes. and yes, trusting. Definitely. They felt something really sweet about it. but And I didn't know, but actually looking back on it when that's all you've got, it's like maybe it would have over-egged the pudding to have done that. So sometimes you learn all these cool mm. Yeah. And, uh, and Grace, right. Grace Van Patten, Grace the film. Van Patten, yes. Amazing Brilliant, performance, you know, yeah. and I'm sure everyone's saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, not done L- Lowe's before, I don't think, is this her first feature? No, yeah. she's she was in Tramps that was on Netflix. She was in- Maya Holtz. I'm she was in- <laughs> She was in- <laughs> <laughs> the, She was in Noah Baumbach's the film, Maya. My Old yes. Stories, oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. She played Joan of Arc, opposite Glenn Close in this play on Broadway, and was absolutely incredible. I met her because we did a play called Whirligig together. right. Um, she was in maniac, you know, mm. that I would be. Um, but she is still mm. new, mm. and I was so, so lucky to get her. Yeah. I couldn't sort of believe it. It was like a date. And her father's a director, and I went over to the house and he was there, and I was thinking, oh my god, i have to ask her, I have to ask her, and is he gonna say to her, don't do that? Yeah. And he was just, I mean, so sweet and so encouraging of her. And then M and her husband have a projector downstairs in their basement. And um, they showed it, and he was there with his wife, her mum, and her mum cried, and he was so sweet they're, about they're it. They're next door neighbors. Oh, they're <laughs> next door. And they're Em cool. and Grace's little sister, of mm. best friend. I mean, it's all mm. so But sweet. it's amazing, though. You can get a group of filmmakers, actors, because, mm. you know, we're all trying to do the same
0: thing, and it just yeah. shows what you can do yeah. when you write you know for the things you know you know and the things that you have you can come up with a story like that i think it's yeah. you know it, in, it's wonderful in
2: terms of the look i would never have known it shocked it looks it's a really good looking film as well so that in terms of right. like yeah. cinematography and the setup how did you go about lighting it because you've got some yeah the lighting
6: was so good yeah, yeah. really good it's cool um i can't yeah it's amazing it's well cool. ryan edelstein has shot a lot of films for jamie adams who was the producer right of um of this film, and he oh my gosh, I just when I start getting all technical, and I can't. No, that's, that's good. good. But he used because I was describing the look of what I wanted, and he was going to come over with different lenses for three yeah. days, and then his visa didn't go through, so he couldn't come over. But I was saying, I want that. I want it to look a bit like American Honey. I want it yes. to be um, what's the word? Flares. Flares thank yes. you. Yep. I want it to look sort of early Woody Allen New York. I want it to look a bit like No baumbach I want it to because it's so much of it set in a small room. Mm. We were trying to work out how you'd be able to show three of the four walls. Mm. And Ryan was like, anamorphic lenses. Yeah. And there's a film called Lemon that some friends yeah. of mine... Anyway, so... And you've the cowers, which are my favourite yes. lenses. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And we made a joke of that in the scene yeah, in the Yeah, which, which really made of, me laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, <laughs> they're quite small oh, yeah. lenses for
0: anamorphics. And they yes. fit in small spaces, yes. but they look cinematic. But, so. but
6: it did give me a fright at the beginning because I'd never seen that. And when you're editing, you're like, oh my God, she walks past a... Fence and it goes, right, yeah. Right. And if there's too much movement, or the people on the end, and you're yes, like, Yeah oh you have God, to frame. Oh, I yeah. minimum
2: focals are really nightmarish, you can't get that DPs, you quite far back, You yes.
6: know, well handle that, and all the framing
0: work for the I know. anamorphic, yeah, so know. you know, it just makes it a hell of a lot more cinematic, yeah. yeah. yeah.
6: When it works, yes. it's so perfect, yes, but you have to, there's moments, I mean, you, you, have, know, to you, be, you yeah. have to embrace the look, you have to embrace the look. And at the beginning, it gave me a fright, yeah. But I was, I feel really excited by it now. Yeah. And the lighting was stunning. I mean, it was such a small crew. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was all.
2: But I guess if you're shooting that fast, you can use a lot of available light as well. Yes.
6: Did you do was It was so, lots, lots of available yeah. light, which I wanted, yeah that's uh, yeah, it's great yeah. the film uh, comes
0: out the 4th of October mm-hmm. um, and uh, is it do you know in terms of release of it is it a place where you can see it a lot or is it in, in a small release or is yeah, it online or how I can you see know. it Terrace. it's in
6: every imagine every <laughs> IMAX. cinema place yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I mean, I don't, we'll don't, be able to no. find it we've got the you'll Google you'll have to find it yes. In well, race. it's going to be this week. It's on at the Curzon Soho tomorrow. It's on at the Hackney Picture House the next night. Great, and then it's coming out. And I think it's. I think they're starting small and seeing how. People yeah, yeah, respond. definitely. So definitely. just look for it online.
0: And posture. congratulations on obviously the festival uh, launch as well. Yeah, a huge Tribeca, festival. That was to be part really
5: of exciting. And, yeah, yeah, it's
6: amazing. So. Yeah. so yeah, it
5: was amazing to <laughs> see it <laughs> up there on that mess.
6: huge screen. We had a big Q and A, be- and someone. Asked a question that was basically just criticism. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I went, Oh, that's a criticism. And I was trying to answer and then yeah. M just came in and just gave such a brilliant it's online. Really? Yeah. And it's I was I was floundering. I just, well like, sometimes
2: they want to show you that they're a filmmaker too. Yeah. yeah. So by Or that de- they deconstruct- were listening. Yeah. Yeah, But I've had that before and it's like, Oh, you're you're reviewing my film really? and yeah. you're kind of critiquing me. This is anyway, I I yeah. can't come back from that. <laughs> yeah.
6: I know, I know. I mean, the thing is, it was fine, and actually, she. Liked it, but I was like, oh, that's more of a question than a question. Let me. Tell yeah. And then Em answered it perfectly, and I said, like, oh, thank God. <laughs>
0: so, um, so he's going to have to wrap up. But so, uh, are you guys on social media? Is there any way people can find you and, and
6: yes. give, tell you Follow their love you for and the, and film? the film is yeah. Where's yeah. going to be next? That kind of yeah. Um, Dolly Wells is my Instagram. Yes, name. great. And yes. that's all I think.
5: What is mine? Yours is, <laughs> is. E Mortimer, I think, yeah. on Instagram. Are you put it,
2: right, okay, it's E Mortimer at
5: Dolly
0: Wells. So, so yeah. please do seek out the yeah, film to support this film. Please so
5: do you know what's next? Is it
6: too early to say what's next? um what in terms of another film? Yeah. Yes, it's too early to say what's next. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I'll see how it goes. It. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to make another one for sure, but yeah. I haven't, I'm not quite ready yet. I mean, I've got ideas and things I'm writing, but I should be saying, yes, yeah. I'm editing the second one, it'll be out. Great. But no. Yeah, I think
5: it's good to take your time because it, oh, it's really uh, the second film is the hardest, they say, don't no, they? Yeah. yeah, apparently so. And also, we're
6: in writing the... another version of it. Oh, yeah. Collaborating on something that we're writing oh, together. Okay. God, I should have told no them. Uh, have no, you. No more Don M? it's a different thing. It's a different thing. Lastly,
2: any advice for other up and coming fi- filmmakers? Or any, or that, what's them? that one bit of advice you say? If you could go back and tell yourself, maybe, you know, what do you say or what, what would you.
6: Just do it. Yeah, Just, that's what I was going to say. That's
0: what all d- the podcast is about, which is oh, yeah, just,
6: yeah. it. just don't yeah. be scared and don't judge yourself and just do it. Mm. And there's always going to be a way, just get your friends to help. Just
5: Because if you are a filmmaker, I think just by doing it, you realise you are. I think that you, it, that will just decide whether mm. or not you are one. So, because mm. like Doll is one and she would never have known she was unless she'd done it. And. In, in doing it she realised that she was one but it, it's like she would I, I think that you Well, if, if, it's what you just said you can shoot anything you can shoot a table and make it cinematic mm. if you've got an eye and a feeling and a sensitivity yeah. um, for telling a story visually and, and so I think yeah by just doing it you find out whether you can do it yeah
0: great thank you guys spot on um, thank you very much Remember, being prepared is everything. You can go out there and make your film, but know who your audience is and go out there and do it. And remember, if you're lucky enough to rise up and do well, it's your duty to send the elevator back down. That's what we say mm. to everyone in the wow. episode.
2: Charles does said. it better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, but thank you everybody. Uh, make sure you're uh, following us at the Filmmakers Podcast and uh, do share and see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.